up, guy? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to The Righteous Man, and that fail of an intro from none other than David Gibbs himself. There's, there's a reason why I don't do the intro. Yeah, like we just lost it. Like, you know that 60-second drop-off stat? Yeah, like, we're screwed. Thanks, thanks for joining us, everyone who's about to leave. I think we should just start again. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I was going to keep that in. Oh, so, okay, well, we can. You can edit that part. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm almost <laughs> Just do it. Welcome back to another episode of The Righteous Man. This is episode 3. We are so happy that you're joining us if anyone is joining us. Um and we also want to give a, a shout out to everyone that took the time to give us feedback on episode 1. We really appreciate it. Uh it was you know very very humbling to to hear from you guys and episode 2 as well. You're literally never doing the intro again. <laughs> All right, so today's actually going to be a really sensitive topic. Um, I will preface as well by saying that we are obviously very female-friendly. A lot of the stuff that we talk about is female-friendly. <laughs> no, it is, because we had a lot of feedback that from people that were like, oh, like, it's just for guys, and like, oh, you know, didn't really relate to me or whatever. <laughs> this is more of a holistic approach, yeah? So next uh, week's episode is going to be on makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to get your bronzer right. Why do you know that? I have a sister. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, so Dave, do you want to Hey, before we start, actually. Hit me. Um, remember how lot, two weeks ago we were talking about useless NBA stats? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, since we're talking about conflict resolution. Ray's going to be so but triggered I, right I now. I found another useless stat. Here we Here go. Right. I love this. I love it. So, uh, game six of the finals, I think it was last year. They yeah. had a stat about LeBron. Um, but he wasn't. His stats he didn't play before, in the finals last year. Oh, you mean... Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Go oh, on. actually, this was five years ago. There you go. That sounds more... <laughs> but they had a stat um, for before and after he took his headband off. You're joking. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. Headband LeBron was, but was a... Before, yeah, with his headband, in 35 minutes, he'll score 20 points. Without his headband, 13 minutes, he scored 12 points. I know what I'm wearing to my next game. Yeah. So, Far just, there you go. try and bring a... A new useless stat to you yep. every week. Thank you. Um, no, Ray doesn't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, let's introduce a topic for today. Okay. So we want to talk today, God willing, about conflict resolution. Okay. So for men, I think this is really important because we obviously in our lives are going to encounter conflict in, in many different forms, whether that's among friends, um, you know, even in, in a mm, professional mm. setting. Um, what do you mean resolution? My resolution is I'm the man. That's it. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Okay. <laughs> that is precisely why, why, why we're doing this. Thing. I'm what do you, at least what do you mean I can't person. just hit him? I hit him. The problem's over. That's it. We go home. That's it. I am absolutely not qualified to be here today. Yeah, <laughs> at all. But yeah, well, we can't go through life, you know, killing people and burying them in our backyard. So right, right. God, God qualifies the cord. <laughs> That's it. He doesn't yeah. call the qualifiers. <laughs> that explains why we're here. Yeah, why all three of us are here. <laughs> but yeah, it's important that as men, we know how to deal with conflict um, because it's something where um, I think a lot of people throw around the term toxic masculinity, right? And it's probably because they feel that men are aggressive um, full of pride, very reactionary, not really mm, able mm. to um, process. Can't communicate. Yeah, poor communication. Mm. And just that when it comes to conflict, they're just butting heads. They have to flex on everyone and let them know, mm. like, you know, as you I said. Think, I think there's like a few different um, interactions when it comes to conflict, right? Like, obviously, it's going to be 
the conflict between man and man. Yeah. That's its own separate issue. Um, I think obviously conflict between males and females. Mm -hmm. And then even for our female listeners, there's conflict between females and females and all of them have their own kind of, (laughs) yeah. Like it's almost like there's different, like, you know, uh, there's different elements to those Mm -hmm. types of conflicts, depending Mm -hmm. on that context Um, and different situations like Mm. male and male, you know, father and son, friend and friend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Um, and I think I think for the purposes of today, because God willing, we do want to get into, um, you know, our, our series on, on dating and discussing relationships. So you just dropped the next series. Can I, can I want to... <laughs> Thanks. Dave's very keen to get into the dating one. We can tell. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so we, we kind of, we can steer away from like the romantic setting. But I think even, even if like, even just among, amongst friends and um, in society in general, these are really important. It's a very important skill set as men. For us to have, um, we Definitely. we can't go mm. through life, you know, as as we jokingly said, you know, trying to solve things metaphorically with our fists, just going in there and be like, oh, like this is my yeah. way, this is how it's. Although be. some people do actually physically resolve stuff with their fists, yeah. so Which again, the good. disclaimer is that violence is never acceptable, never okay, we'll never condone anything like that. Um, I'll give you a bit of um, an example, I guess. So, with <laughs> Middle Eastern with Middle Eastern men especially in the household as well. Um, and I think that this is where we actually, as young men, we pick this up. It's like, oh, the father figure, like he's spoken mm. and that's it. That's mm. how you resolve conflict. Like there's no ifs or buts. There's no contesting yeah. that person. So all these young guys grow up around this whole vibe and they're like, well, yeah, like I'm the man mm. and that's it. Yeah. And it goes back to that word that you mentioned, communication. You know, if, mm-hmm. and, and because effectively, what that means is there is no open communication. I have spoken, like Pharaoh has yeah. spoken, it is that's written. It. That's yeah. it. You know, yeah, absolutely. And, and if there's no open communication, how on earth are you going to resolve any kind of conflict? Definitely more of a problem, uh, being Middle e- Middle Eastern or ethnic. I mm. think, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Because yeah. you got like, yeah, yeah, you got like, you know, white families. Like, well, what's your opinion on the problem? <laughs> well, mate, what happened was I felt a bit. Um, Let's not be racist, guys. Jeez. <laughs> We apologize profusely Definitely. to our white. Your white oh, no, not being right. We're actually <laughs> praising them for how well yeah, they do with yeah. conflict. I, I, yeah. yeah, I think obviously we're speaking generalizations yeah. here, but yeah, in, in general society yeah. around us does a far better job yeah. than in the Middle Eastern culture. Yeah, exactly. And maybe and that, maybe that leads into I was I was going to ask you guys what do you think as, as men some of the causes of conflicts for us what mm. what maybe sparks in that reactionary response from us that you know isn't obviously the right way of doing things and whatnot. And and maybe one of them, as you've touched on, is the concept of respect. Mm. You know, in the Middle Eastern um, setting, mm. that, that means a lot of different things. There's, mm. there's a lot of unspoken rules mm. of what's yeah. disrespectful, mm. what's respect that you have to proactively mm. show, et cetera, et cetera. Let's so, assume knowledge. Too. And you know, like, it's not a bad thing that we have that because you also look at our community or our, you know, ethnicity, whatever, we're also hardworking, you know, generally quite successful. Family values. Um, family mm. values are very mm. important. Um, you know, divorce rate isn't as high. So mm. there are good as- good aspects. You know, kids are quite disciplined. You know, not as many kids Absolutely. go down the path. Well, <laughs> kids, are, you know, yeah, yeah. kids are quite disciplined. But, you know, we, we don't experience some of the issues that um, other cultures 
might have mm. um, because we have that unspoken. Yeah. So it, it, you know, mean, there's, we, we there's pros and cons. Yeah, we um, obviously experience like we're not immune. To, we're not immune to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that but that concept of respect and obviously it means you know it, like <laughs> if we jokingly you know talk about like gangs, you know, like mm. in in like in America, like <laughs> like blood. Dave didn't actually grow up in a family. He wait, wait, wait! I'm gang. going with something here, <laughs> like bloods and crips and whatever, yeah. like you know and and turf and whatever and shout out to all three of our American followers <laughs> <laughs> and the two, we have two in Switzerland anyhow let's be serious let's but be yeah realized. like the concept yeah. of respect yeah. like you can't disrespect you know mm. someone's squad you know you can't disrespect mm. someone's mm. territory someone's uh, mm. partner whatever like mm. and, and that, that that comes from a family yeah yeah. I think as men when and it's an unwritten rule book like you just assume knowledge you, you're expected to know yeah, this yeah. And, and that's just it so yeah, yeah. I think f- for a lot of us as mm. men um, and it, it comes down to that male pride and ego like if we if we sense that we have been disrespected or something within our realm like our mm. our family our partner our whatever has been disrespected it elicits that response mm. and we straight mm. like flight mm. or fight ready to you know what? knock it, someone out and challenge to, someone to add to that as well it's almost like oh my rage and my aggression and my anger is justified because mm. I've been disrespected righteous fury yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that that's actually something that I found very interesting, especially culturally as well. Is that like you typically don't get an apology when you know the male has mm. snapped it, right? Yep. Because <laughs> well, you do disrespected me. Yeah. So tough mm. luck. Mm. And I feel like that unapologetic behavior and that attitude towards that, right, mm. is actually like a very very key topic and a key element of that particular, mm. you know, that dynamic because. A lot of the time, that's where the communication breaks down, right? Where it'll be conflict and then rage because it's reactionary, right? And then that's it. Mm. It's swept under the rug, you move on, and it's never actually fully addressed. Mm. So I feel like even me internally as well, I feel like I actually don't have the best skill set when it comes to actually resolving the conflict. Well, the right? fact for that me, that's can, the key uh, word, like the, the resolution. Yeah. The fact that you can say that, and mm-hmm. which is, is, is excellent, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and obviously, you know, the righteous men, the three of us here, like we're never, we're not holding us. I don't know. Out. I don't know how furthest, we got behind the mic. Furthest man. thing from righteous. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this was a good idea. The, the whole podcast talking about this imaginary figure <laughs> yeah. that we are not. <laughs> well, but that's, that's the point. We, yeah. we, we, we talked about in the first episode, how Christ is the perfect yeah. man and we're striving to look like him yeah. in every respect as best as we can. Yeah. And, and that's the point. None of us, none of us are perfect. We do have weaknesses. Mm. We do have flaws. We have things that uh, you know are going to bring out kind of this ugly side. Mm. And it's important that we discuss and learn, uh, you know, how to how to deal with this. But you know, like I don't think it's not an ugly. Like I think as much as we say, oh, their personality flaws or their character flaws, whatever. I think the issues run a lot deeper than than what we think. Like the need to protect your family and the need to uh, stand mm. up for yourself is, a, uh, yeah, is an evolutionary positive. thing and it's a positive it's, very a, positive it's something that males have ingrained in them as the father figure it's just how we've learned to express that mm. and how society around us has influenced that that desire like having you know being Middle Eastern or mm. Arabs um, there there is a very there is a much stronger element of you know, warriors and, and all this sort of history that we mm. have. And I think that's influenced our behavior a lot mm. um, as much as uh, more than we realize, I think. Mm. Um, so mm. I think it's just about how we express that desire is, and the desire is Christian. Like yeah. Christ is the head of the church as we are the head of the, you know, as a man is the head of the family. Yeah. 
And it um, kind of goes back to what we were saying in, in the first episode about, you know, those markers of what makes you a man. And it's kind of like once you've established your mm, family mm, and, you know, your tribe and you, you've mm, set up whatever, you need to now protect that family, you mm, know. And, and again, mm, you know, it's, 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 it is a very core element. Um, all right. So we touched on respect and kind of disrespect and that kind mm, of, and that, mm, that can mean a lot of things for a lot of different mm, people. Like, like you know we look around society today is like nah like he he, he disrespected me like and, and it but might see, be see this is this is my my i suppose i don't want to call it an issue but the problem that i've got with that is that i feel like there are a certain rules of engagement and b certain boundaries that are defined by respect like mm. name calling yelling swearing threatening whatever 100%. like stuff like that i, I mean should we potentially even like set a, a specific set of standards, right? And say, yes, your respect is important. It's an mm. important part of conflict resolution. Those rules of engagement, like your cans and, and cannot, mm. what are those things? I mean, obviously that was a very superficial example of like, oh, don't yell, don't swear, don't scream, mm. whatever. Mm. But do you think that respect is if we were to define that and advise people of what that looks like, do you think that that sets then the tone for the rest of that conversation of resolution for whatever problem it happens to be? Yeah, I think it definitely does. And and maybe the one issue is that it is a subjective thing and what you interpret as respect is, is informed by your life experiences, um, what you've been through, conflicts that you've had in the past. For example, I, I have definitely seen some guys maybe this is just in the gym like the mm. the big the big <laughs> fellas we were go. like you you might you might look at them for 0.3 seconds but they interpret that as disrespect and mm. you know what i mean like yeah. there are some yeah. people like that and uh, i think i think mark you were mentioning how you can actually see that in in cbt mm. about how you know how those things inform uh our, uh know. yeah the the abc thing that we were talking about yeah, yeah so the abc model is um, kind of a, a very early step when people go through like you know therapy or whatever but um, where you look at what has happened to you like an adversity or a problem that has happened to you and then what's the consequence which is a C in that ABC and the consequence might be I expressed anger or I was sad or whatever mm, a yep. consequence it was it doesn't have to be an emotion but it could be an action that you took whatever but most people think we go from A to C. We go from problem happen, consequences happen. Um, and we forget that in the middle. We don't forget, but we don't realize in the middle there is a B, which is the belief. Mm. Um, and the belief like could be, for example, I was in traffic and someone cut me off and I got angry. <laughs> Whoops. I think, yeah, I think that... I feel attacked. Yeah, I... I <laughs> um, sorry, Dave. Um, I think that... Dave's eyes twitching. <laughs> PTSD from I, I I have I'm I'm very I have to confess I'm really I'm impatient with, traffic. Yeah, with, with bad driving yeah. really, and it's funny like you know how and we all no one likes to admit that right no yeah, no, I'm no, no I'm, bad. I'm bad but that you know what that's actually a really good like image of the concept of how we never ever bother to like we, we don't make excuses for people and stop and yeah. say you know what maybe they're having a really mm -hmm. bad day or maybe this bad driver in front of me maybe th maybe they're pregnant mm -hmm. maybe yeah, but they're going, just, uh, going back to what mark was saying with with the belief system but the, yeah so the belief is that i think everyone should obey the road rules even though i'm not but i yeah, think everyone else fair. should yeah and which is a fair assumption but then that has been expressed in that i show anger uh even though i've forgotten to look at what i'm doing and so i think in any any anything that happens to us we always have to question what is the belief that is leading mm. to that mm. consequence or emotion? If someone looks at me funny, if someone, you know, I might have a belief that has been founded in 
how my family has treated me, how I've been raised. And now that belief has carried on to my workplace. And mm. I think that if I'm the man in the house and I'm, should be, I should be respected at home, then the same thing should happen at work. Mm. But mm. no, the same thing might not need to happen at work. The, you know, there might be a, you might have a boss or you might, there might be a different dynamic at work. So I think mm. we need to be questioning our beliefs in every situation, what we believe yeah. about that situation, what we believe about the other person. And as well. what, what we would do. Yeah, and I think those at the end of the day it comes down to how does Christ influence those beliefs? They should always have a grounding in Christ, a foundation in Christ mm. and the Bible. Mm. Yeah, which is very difficult to do. Yeah. I think I think another especially thing- that they didn't have cars back then. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. didn't talk about road rage. <laughs> but I mean, you know what always comes up that one scenario, you know, of Christ overturning the tables. Yeah, yeah, and then everyone uses that as a justification. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, even Jesus got angry. Like. I can break it. It's fine. <laughs> Look. Jesus Christ. No, but literally, like, so I can't true. even tell you how many times that someone will reference that particular passage and use that as, yeah. like, ammunition for, yeah. oh, my yeah. anger's justified because Jesus did it. And just and throw, throw, away, yeah. throw away the fact that it was his prerogative as the son of God and his authority <laughs> yeah. as... <laughs> Missing context. And completely. it was, like, thousands of years of prophecy <laughs> to, like... And that it was the house of God. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> Don't, don't let Mate, the facts, they're minor details. Don't let the facts minor get in the way of a, of a good story. <laughs> minutia. Minutia. This is how we as men work, though. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It sounds very trivial and it's funny, but like this is how yeah. we work. And and funnily, and I, I heard, um, you know, with the presidential debate that's happening at the moment, everyone, I've seen a lot on Instagram yeah. how um, a lot of women are sharing posts that saying, oh, and you said that females are too emotional to run for president and look at these two men being emo- but men are highly emo- we are highly emotional mm, and we mm. can be um generally speaking obviously very our volatile e- our egos are so of course so, yeah. oh, man. and then and then the women will turn around and be like oh it was your little ego bruised oh like and it, you know like the it's kind of, that hurts us the most because yeah. it's that is the I, sore spot you know i think the actual problem is that men don't know how to interpret or express emotions as emotionally sorry, constipated express, express. Yes. Hey, there it is, there it is. <laughs> i think god created both of us with emotions this for is, sure men yeah aren't as well, you know, yeah, uh, I, I, maybe it's just ethnic people. I don't know, <laughs> I, I, don't I, know I don't know what to do with my feelings. <laughs> I'll just go to the gym. <laughs> I actually want to share something that I found really interesting on social media, right? And I don't want to open up a can of worms, so here we go. I'll make it quick. This particular person posted this quote saying, You are not helping someone when you free them of their responsibility. How mm. many times does that happen when you're like, I need to go into this conflict and you can't get away with it Mm. because I have to teach you the lesson Mm. and it's for your own good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, there could be some credence there, but then, and obviously this is highly situational, depends what it is Mm. and depends who they are to you. For purposes of this episode, guys, we're talking generically, obviously, like we can't. Like if it was a father-son situation and that's your son, obviously your duty of care and your responsibility to have that teaching moment with him would be higher. Um, mm, and then there's also the concept of like, no, as men, we should challenge each other to get better. And mm. But there are some things where I think like, no, that's not your job to like, mm. you know, f- I guess fix or teach, you know, mm. it's not necessarily. And I really want to get into that. I really want to yep. get into yep. it. And we talked about respect. I think another thing on that point is unaddressed issues, issues mm. that have been left, you know, I think we all have experienced that. Like it's essentially a grudge. Something has Mm. happened maybe a year ago, Mm. two, three years ago, and you just never quite were able to move past it. You were never quite able to put it to bed. You see that person, you see them at church, you see them out, and you still have that response. Your blood Mm -hmm. is boiling. 
your fist is clenched like the Arthur meme and you're like you're ready to go like if if he says that one comment that's what? it are you <laughs> quoting me why does this sound like now Ray feels it <laughs> but I, I think it's true like if, if something is and this is why we need to learn how to resolve conflict mm. because mm. if something is left unaddressed and it festers and it becomes ugly and it builds up resentment and even even in the Bible St. Paul talks in the epistles how we should f- we should aim to rid ourselves of bitterness and resentment and yep. and wrath and mm. all these things and having these conflicts with each other and, and in Romans he says you know as much as possible as much as depends on you live peaceably with all men mm. we, yep. we should have we shouldn't we ideally especially as Christians we shouldn't have problems with anyone we shouldn't mm. have beef we shouldn't have and I think the know, key in that verse is as much as depends on exactly you. what are you doing <laughs> it's yeah. almost like, as if St. Paul is being realistic he's like yeah mate look I know there are some situations <laughs> but you know we need to, let's keep it G-rated guys <laughs> <laughs> but I think we, we yeah we always forget about what can I do in this situation yep. um, yeah. to fix this problem it's, not, it's always the other person's fault it's always I think as men we're always like I think I'm too good to, to have a problem like mm, I'm, yeah. it's not mm. my fault yeah. Surely I'm not the one at fault here. Yeah. I think I want to, I just want to be able to wrap up point number one about the respect thing because yeah. it's actually a good segue into it. So, as much as depends on you, I mean, the whole respect thing. Like, I remember actually speaking to my confession father about this with regards to this whole rules of engagement and boundaries mm. and respect mm. and stuff like that. So, I would say take home message number one what depends on you, seeing as though that's a segue defining what respect is and upholding that yourself so it might be you know i'm not going to yell i'm not going to swear i'm not going to threaten i'm not going to be violent i'm whatever it happens to be like Mm -hmm. obviously it's situational and and it's individual right but with that whole respect thing you've got to be able to give respect to get respect Mm -hmm. right so what we can do and what depends on us with regards to point number one being respect is defining what respect looks like upholding that and also communicating that with regards to you you might have conflict with a parent with a spouse with a friend whatever and being like hey look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna raise my voice i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that but i would like that reciprocated you Mm. know i'd like that courtesy as well and we can have a discussion here Mm. sometimes just being able to communicate those exact words is actually a nice way to kind of definitely bring that tension down with regards to that conflict and actually set the tone for whatever that conversation happens to be. Mm. And I think that that 100%, like mm. what you just said, is straight out of the Bible, which is treat others how you would want to be treated. Amen. If mm. you want Golden to be shown rule. respect, yeah, then show others respect. And the yeah. sa- and starts with you. In the same way that you want to be shown respect, if you want to be spoken to in a soft voice or in a kind <laughs> voice... Please speak to me <laughs> softly. Yeah. I must admit, like, that's like, do I the struggle same thing. with that. Yeah, it's yeah. a struggle. We don't actually think, would I want to be spoken to in that way? Would I want to be treated exactly. in that way? And also... If, for example, I have a friend and I don't know how he wants me to treat him, I want him to communicate that to me. Am I communicating that? As mm. you said, am I and communicating much how I you. want yeah. to be respected? How I like? There is nothing wrong with saying I don't appreciate how you spoke to me that way. Hundred percent. Not like assuming that you're not. Oh, what to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. So it's how you're you communicate. Like that. <laughs> but I think on on the flip side as well, like. You know, even with conflict that I've had in the past with several different people, like they're like, no, but I'm saying in, Dave's in just, just, flicking, very through, long he's just flicking through his notepad <laughs> right now. <laughs> Where do I begin? 
No, but like, for example, like <laughs> they'll say to me, I can't, I can't speak to you nicely when you're yelling at me. Yeah. Like mm. it, it sounds stupid. <laughs> and and you, you, you might be yelling because they, you know, might've said something in a way that you didn't like, like mm. delivery. There is definitely an mm. art form to it. It's like, what are you speaking to me like that for? But you don't realize that like, <laughs> like the you, content of what you said might not be wrong at all, but it's just how mm. you said it. Maybe you said it a delivery. bit sarcastically, you know, delivery is everything. Yeah. And, and I want to, I want to drop a phrase here. And see what drum roll, <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> see what you guys. I'm not that good yet. <laughs> sound skills are not. Press high. button. It's next sound. Very good. All right. So, all right. And I want to get your response. So, when you hear the phrase "be the bigger man," Ooh. what do you think, Mark? Oh, I'm out. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> That's uh, why uh, I'm starting with Mark. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a tough one. Mm. Um, yeah, I. For me, it, it's always like, as much as we don't like to admit, I think in my mind, be the bigger man is like, yeah, I'll, you know, if, if we're having a problem or we're having a, an argument or whatever, saying be the bigger man means, okay, I'm going to step back and like, yeah. I'm not going to engage. And we think that it comes from, oh, look at me, how mature am I? <laughs> but I think mm. at the end of the day, what it comes down to is, you know, I'm like, you're, 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 you're lower than me I'm not gonna it is quite condescending yeah it's way. condescending like I'm not gonna bring myself down to your level mm. to to. whereas I think the Bible teaches the opposite which is bring yourselves down to the level of other people and mm. be on their level in a respectful and loving way but I think be the, there's nothing wrong with be the bigger man I think mm. it's why are you being the bigger man mm. is it to like Attain is it to status, is it to like, raise someone up or are, yeah are you just actually making yourself Mm. higher and i think mm. be the big man is is actually you're just inflating your pride and yeah wow that's what i think i, no, I, I great, don't think i think the concept behind it is good but i think what what it makes us think is is not mm. a good thing ray um, what do you think i absolutely hate that saying <laughs> i feel like we're about don't to have conflict tell me right now <laughs> to be the big man. unless no. we're in the gym <laughs> <laughs> no because you this know was- no you know why because be the bigger man is like for me has always come across as like you know what? Just dismiss whatever it is yeah. that you were going to say and how you felt about it, right? Just let it go, yeah. whatever, and then suppress what you're feeling inside. Mm-hmm. That phrase just, uh, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. shaking right now. <laughs> yeah, we can. I hate uh, that phrase. We can see because, that. Do you know, <laughs> me and David just moving to the other side of the room. <laughs> just in case the phrase hey, come back here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even in terms of, like, communications-wise, right? in terms of resolving the conflict as well like being the bigger man is just like the shutdown mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. just let it go be the bigger it, man it's a it's, it's a cop fine. out it, it, it's a cop out like yeah. we said about unaddressed and like you said oh i have to that solution that i'm looking for that chance to express what what's mm. going on for me i have mm. to suppress that mm. i have to just put that to bed now yeah. for me it's completely bogus. but on the flip side i think there, there are merits to the saying and i think it's how you interpret be the big man 100%. like if it's be the like for me for example because I had a younger brother. Be the bigger man was you're older, you're more mature. He might not have, mm. he might not mm. understand things the way you are. So mm. be the bigger man, as in don't like don't not don't like cop out and don't discuss things and don't uh, you know talk them out. But mm. some situations you need to stop. You need to say I need to go and think about how yeah you have a response yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. not a cop out. I think that's the key is to not make it a cop out is yeah, to I agree like by you being the bigger man you're you're actually helping the conflict like when you're talking about David and Saul for example like there were so many situations where David could have killed Saul and mm. ended this whole conflict mm. and even though he was younger and smaller it's a great and, plan 
and, and they're powerful. And he was rightfully already, you know, going to ordained as king. Yeah. So, it was, so it he had been... every right, exactly. And I think being the bigger man, it means accepting that. But I think by actually showing humility and showing love and showing respect, that's where mm. your power is. That's where the strength is. Mm. It's not in the external show. It's, it's how you think. Exactly. It's what you're thinking towards that other person in that moment. And I think that is that is manliness. That is yeah, that is what it means strength, to be yeah, because especially because you know what, you're not always going to get the apology. Yeah. And the person who wronged mm, you yeah. isn't always going to be the one who's going to instigate yeah. that conversation. Sometimes you yeah. have to be the one. To, mm. you're the you're the injured party yeah. and you're the one going and starting that and I think a, a bottom line there why be the bigger man is a very credible phrase is because there is a cost mm. when it comes to conflict resolution yeah. and that is humility yeah it you do I think it takes yeah, a big yeah. man to accept exactly to accept saying well maybe I don't know the answer or maybe I can't yeah. fix this or maybe I'm actually at fault exactly and yeah. it takes a it or, takes a man to accept I'm not going to get the apology that maybe yeah. I do objectively deserve in some situation yeah. but but yeah others, and I, so I'm I think be at fault. actually yeah. turning it on its head I think being a bigger man is actually a good thing because you're being a better man in accepting responsibility accepting yeah. Yeah. that mm. yeah you're you might be at fault that it's out maybe it's out of your control you can't do anything to fix it but i think show, that true strength comes out in accepting that and yeah. and that is it's funny that you say that as well but I we've find... just twisted what being yeah. a bigger man means we we think it means show force and mm. you know condescending <laughs> <and> <laughs> Yeah, be so, a gorilla like that. <laughs> <laughs> so being a man comes with accepting responsibility as well as showing humility. Yeah, and, and definitely. And They're tight. They're hundred percent. You and, can't and have one you, without the other. Yeah. You'll never be able to extend. Um, you know, the Christian model is love your enemies. You know, forgive everyone. Forgive everyone. As C.S. Lewis says, mm. to be Christian is to forgive the in- mm. inexcusable in others because God has forgiven the inexcusable mm. in you. And yeah. you're never going to be able to forgive someone mm. and truly put something to bed without without that humility. Mm. You know, you guys know humans of New York, right? Mm. There's yeah. actually um, a, a Coptic priest. Mm. Um, I think yeah. I think I remember seeing that post. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this was like 2014 or something, and I screenshotted it, and it's been in my phone ever since because what mm. the priest said was amazing. It's, mm. it's him and his daughter. Yeah, I um, that. and he says, "My daughter's greatest quality is her humility. She tries hard." not to cl- classify people in her mind. I've always tried to teach her that humility is a mediator. It will always be the shortest distance between you and another person. Mm. I think that's really profound. Like the shortest yeah. distance between you and another person is your humility, is your ability to put put that other person first. You know, maybe even consider, well, maybe I was at fault. Maybe I did something that contributed to this big blowout that, we, we, that we've just had, you know. Mm. Your humility mm. is, your, is your media. And obviously... Obviously, that is very much uh, uh, the, the model that Christ gives us mm. when He says, "You know, come and learn from Me, take from Me, because I'm 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 humble and lowly of heart." Like He, that's the model that He's giving mm. us. Take take, follow My example, which is which is humility. Mm. I think we see this across the board. I can't remember. I think Saint John Chrysostom talks about this, but there's also um, a, a, a book called Layman in the Desert that talks about friendship, and it talks about friendship not being. It's not. You know how many times you go out and eat together. It's not the good times you have. It's mm. not laughing at each other's jokes. Yeah. It's do you have a common goal of virtue? Mm. And so in mm. that conflict, is your common goal to have forgiveness and right. be the humble person, or is it being, is there, is being there another right, being right on top? Yeah, exactly. Where's mm. the goal? And I think as soon as that goal isn't 
Christ, and as soon as that goal isn't virtue, then you know I, I, we all we all know the, uh, the the relationship triangle where we have you know. I'm in them. Sorry, I had to say it first. But we all know the triangle where you've got. Shout shout out out to Steph. Steph. It's really cliche, but you've got you know God, me, and all whatever person, other person. Yeah. I think we can uh, extrapolate that and add any other person. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner. But mm. as soon as you're trying to move closer to the other person and not closer mm. to God, then you're moving further away from God or you're right. you're moving parallel. But I think as soon as you both have that same goal... Yeah. Um, like an isosceles triangle. <laughs> no, I don't think it's isosceles, yeah, Dave. No, it's, uh, <laughs> Dave, you didn't pass <laughs> no. your trigonometry. Did you? uh, uh, to, to add to that, actually, like I've and I've learned this the hard way, definitely. Um, yeah. But like I think one of the best pieces of advice that I was ever given is think about like the conflict... And what the greater objective is and what you're serving. So, for example, you know, touching on, on my relationship with Steph. Shout out to Steph. Oh, my God. <laughs> but she doesn't, probably doesn't yeah. even listen to this. No, but like, for example, if Steph and I are experiencing conflict, right? And it might be over something that's significant, might be over something that's trivial or whatever, as you know, most relationships do. It's like when I'm trying to resolve that conflict, I'm looking at the greater purpose of the relationship as a whole. Right. And then it's picking your battles. Right. Which is like, what's actually worth it? Mm. You know, is it the conflict and winning that argument that's worth it? And it doesn't have to be with a romantic partner. Like it could be with anyone. It could be with a parent or a spouse or whatever. Um, It's more or less like, am I willing to create a dynamic that is positive, that is healthy, that Mm. is balanced, that's happy? Mm. Or is whatever it is that I'm holding on to really worth actually damaging that? Mm. Right. Yeah. So that for me was like, pick your battles. Yeah, it sounds, you know, very sort of like stereotypical and you hear it all the time or whatever. But when you no, actually break it down, no, it's, it's like, point. where, what, what do you value the most? Mm. Is it that conflict and winning that fight? Or is it like, I want this person to be happy. I want to be happy. The happier that mm. that person is, I'm going to be happy. Exactly. You yeah. know, and that, that speaks volumes for every kind of relationship that you have with whoever. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have more positive interactions with that person. I think perspective they're... is 100% mm. like key. Like, is this tiny conflict, what is it in, yeah. the, in the grand scheme of things? Like, yeah. is it worth losing this friendship over this minor disagreement? Is it worth losing this relationship? Like in the grand scheme of things, when so many other things could be going wrong, mm. going wrong. And I think it comes back to what we said about being the bigger man. It's put the bigger picture in, in your head. Mm. Where's, what's the big picture here? Like, yeah, are definitely. you, or are you just living in conflict to conflict? And yeah. And, and that male I instinct. I think we, we forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. To, to come out on top, to have the last say, to win mm. the, you know, mm. how, what, a, what an interesting phrase <coughs> to win the argument. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of come down to it as well. Males aren't patient. Like we're just we're not patient <laughs> enough. Speaking, we're yeah, not patient enough true. to think through what we're thinking, what we're feeling. Yeah. What's and the so aftermath? What's what the I'm aftermath? Doing? We're yeah. not. I think. I think. You know, females are much better at that. Or well, not to call them females, but women are much better. <laughs> females, the female species. Yeah. <laughs> women are much better at that. But I think males just aren't good at thinking through it. So I think when you take time, we, when we you short hear it, it's the here and now. Like, yeah, right. here and now, we forget. Uh, there's that Bible verse, be angry and do not sin. So I think it's okay mm-hmm. to feel anger. Like it's yeah, okay to definitely. feel that. Definitely. But as long as you don't sin, as long as you then think that, hang on, I'm angry. I need to step mm-hmm. back from the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think most people after, yeah. you know, they'll they realize that, you know, later that I- in life that it wasn't worth 
that actually perfectly ties in to what, what I was going to say next, which is all these segues, man. We're killing yeah, it. Yeah. Segway. David just on. <laughs> we're just on on a wave. I know what's going on, man. Must be the episode three times, but um, <laughs> but I, I kind of want to. I think we've. I think we have fleshed out. You know the 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 issue. I want to get now into the practical side of things, and you know, really talking about conflict resolution and the how to. Um, and Mark, you know, you mentioned allowing yourself to feel that anger and 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 all of that. And I think, and and Ray as well, you said, you know, in in the moment type of thing. I think we should never, ever, ever lash out or react mm. in the moment. Never. Um, and there's a really powerful verse in Proverbs, which is Proverbs 15, verse one says a soft answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger mm. you know how how we react in that heat of the moment if we allow ourselves to just unleash unbridled you know we can just inflate we can add so much gasoline to that fire and really now create a problem and really really hurt someone as well like in the epistle of james he speaks so much so much about the, about the tongue and about how it, it's a very small thing but it can do so much damage and i think yeah. that as men, that's really profound that we own up and we say to ourselves, like, you know, once I say something or do something, I can never take that back. Mm. E- even if, even if it wasn't, you apologize a hundred times. Yeah, for it, it's you can still never there. ever, and and you might hurt someone so critically that they can't actually forget it as well. And mm. and that's that's on us. We we need to control that as well. And I think that's the first really practical point that I wanted to share and and get your guys's thoughts on is is never. Guys is- Guys' thoughts. The apostrophe goes on the S. <laughs> who, put, who put us behind the mic? I really honestly. have no idea, man. But we have two listeners in Switzerland, so I'm yeah. cool with that. We made it. <laughs> Shout out to Switzerland. <laughs> but but yeah, as men, learning to all right, right now, I'm angry. I'm 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 annoyed. I'm really disappointed. I feel disrespected, and that's fine. But I'm gonna I'm gonna allow my I'm gonna let things sediment. I'm gonna cool down. I'm gonna pray about it. I'm gonna gather my thoughts. And then I'm going to go in there in a, in a mm. controlled manner. So. Go in there and start swinging. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm afraid about. Well, here's the thing. Like, even in my notes, even like one of the, the key points was the aftermath. Mm. You know, once the conflict is quote unquote resolved mm. um, about what's been said and what's been done and how that changes the dynamic for future conflict as mm. well. Like a lot of people don't think about like, for example, you know, not that I mean to keep harping on about my relationship with Steph, but it's just easy to kind of use that as an example. Shout out to Steph. No, but like if if you have a model of behavior, right, that's reoccurring, what's typically going to happen the next time and the next time after that, if it's not addressed, is that it just keeps reoccurring yeah. subconsciously. Yeah. And you're setting a precedent. Yeah, you get to this point where you're like... And Dave there with a legal Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> no, but you get to this point where like, and I, I call it an epiphany, but... I was like, what on earth am I doing? Mm. Like, and you're so deep into it and it happens again and again and again. And you're like, where did this even come from? And you think this has spiraled out of control for like, mm-hmm. you know, X amount of months or whatever. So there was a point in time where every single time that, you know, Steph and I w- would just disagree on something, I'd find myself just jumping in, yeah. you know, just attack. And I'm like, whoa, Do you think this that's- is... Maybe like, out of your desire to fix that problem there and then. I think it's because of the fact that I myself never really sat down and went, okay, there's respect. There's me leading by example. There's me understanding how to resolve conflict. Mm. There's me being conscious of stepping away when I'm angry. There's me not saying hurtful things. Mm. Like 
all of those things are self, like self-imposed. They're all on me. Notice how at no point have I turned around and said, this person should have done that. Mm. But then when you're arguing, it's always like the argument seems to project onto a person. Where it's like, you did this and you did that and you should have done this. And yeah. this is what I expect. And this is what mm. I want. Mm. And then I got to this moment where I was like, wow, a lot of the onus is on me. Like I have so much influence and control in this situation where it's like I can I can achieve a positive outcome for the the relationship as a collective, right? And then I, who am, am partaking in that relationship, will also be, it'll be more fruitful and a positive experience for me because I first filled that cup. Mm. Like I came into that dynamic with that that kind of approach. And it's so powerful, like realizing that a lot of that that control is in your hands. Mm. I don't want to call it responsibility. Like mm. it's actually just influence. Mm. Um, I, I, something Jordan Peterson. Um, again, shout Jordan out to Jordan Peterson. because he. <laughs> Man, yeah. I, I really, I yeah. really love. Uh, he I listens really love to our him. podcast every week. Oh, awesome. Of um, but something that he says is that you have the power to choose your conflict, to choose your responsibilities. Like you have the ability to to pick what what and how you want to basically punch on like mm, you, mm. you have that ability but back to what you were saying um i think as much as we like to put you know pride and ego and all that sort of thing i think genuinely majority of the time we have good intentions like with you disagreeing with your partner it's usually your intention is you don't want things to go bad like you you do love that person you yeah. you want to you want things to like you want to get your point across or you want mm. to be right because of your good intentions but i think back to what we said before which is delivery and execution is, yeah, is not sure. there and for sure we're just as males i think we're just hot-headed and don't tend to stop and think um, yeah it's funny i want to i want to i'm not that i'm going to mention any names here at all and like but... shout out to steph for sticking by you <laughs> while you <laughs> went yeah, on man, this, uh, this journey girl. of self-discovery <laughs> <laughs> wow girl. you know after just yelling at everyone i'm not really uh, discovered my... <laughs> i'm telling i'm telling you she's i've been an, doing it wrong my whole life <laughs> she's an angel for putting up with some of the god crap bless with her steph um, no, but I was I was having this conversation um, with a priest, no, no name is mentioned, but he was telling me about the dynamic with his wife, and his wife all, uh, approached him, and he and she was like, "You're always going to win the argument, but sometimes it's not about winning the argument." Oof. So, like you know, this person's persuasive, and they come up with you know good points, and you know they're male or what, whatever, mm. and sometimes it's like it's not about the the actual dynamic mm. of like yes or no objective and it's it becomes like a legal case like what evidence can you present like that's oh, it's yeah. so i don't know if you've seen this video but again jordan peterson because <laughs> but he he has a video where he talks about um choosing you know choosing a life partner that you can mm. um, that will contend with you yes and I think he, I he talks about, about i will win every single argument mm, with my mm. wife because i'm so well spoken he's trained in logic yep. he's changed can he's relate. trained mm. in argument did you say can relate <laughs> no but as in like i feel <laughs> i'm just no, so good <laughs> it's not about <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> like it's just oh my it's just you know you have to you, i'm just better yeah. at arguing yeah like, like that's, that's just, what i mean i'm it, just with jordan better like at he's so educated he's I'm so, just pulling your leg relax yeah he's so educated yeah don't punch one you're, you're literally a lawyer like your job is to argue but he's like I'll win every argument yeah. but it's not about that and my wife brings things to the table that I don't bring that I whoa <laughs> just gone puberty that was quite the quite the I, tasty pop uh, that Did I don't you have an undercover wife is that what you got <laughs> ah I, t- hey. I take my ring off every time shout out to wifey <laughs> you take my ring 
uh, just watch a lot of videos. No, um, but he, yeah, he's like, I can win it, but what's the point of me winning yeah. every argument? Like, what, what does that bring to anything? Exactly. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and look, just as a side note, before we go on to the next point, I, I, and I guess going back to what I was saying about things being unaddressed and letting them fester, and and you know, you mentioned like things turn into like legal arguments. That's one, but I think another thing is when things just. Um, like, I guess just childish games, you know, like when mm. there's no, there, there might be back and forth of these messages, which are very carefully curated and you've put words in there. And sometimes we, I'm going to, I'm going to chuck this in there right now. And I believe this strongly do not, do not argue over text. <laughs> do never. No, I oh. legitimately like, and I've done this, I've done this with you because we've had our conflicts. Have, I've done this in like different relationships, friendships, whatever. Mm. Like, because then you start putting like passive aggressive full stops. And, mm. Oh, I hate passive aggressive. But you know what? <laughs> you know what I found is that you can't. Kind regards. <laughs> As per my last text message, you're an idiot. Thank you. But you can't see that person. Exactly. You can't see their reaction. Exactly. You can't see their emotion. You can't exactly. see that, that you are taking yeah. stabs at this person exactly if you have conflict right try as best as possible to come into a positive environment mm. right where you know that there are boundaries and that there are control like for example one one thing that that steph and i use is that if it's quite a, a touchy subject we'll go some somewhere public Mm. Because you're not going to start flipping. <laughs> no, so that she doesn't pick you up and like throw you launch me. That can go <laughs> either really well or really bad. You, yeah, but like it, it sounds funny, but no, like you'd be very surprised no, yeah, as to true. like, oh my God, guys everyone's like for, for doing yeah. that. Like everyone's looking at you and like, you know that like you can't Damn it, just, I like, can't abuse my... <laughs> yeah. Damn. But then some people just don't care. Just mm. Oh yeah, no, there's, there's But I've found, I mean, practical advice. I've yeah. found that you know, in com comparison to like text message versus yeah. doing that, the damage that you can do mm. behind yeah. the phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think the screen takes away. Any, you can hide any, behind it. You can hide mm. behind it. You can't be. It's very hard to be vulnerable behind a screen because yeah. you and can't. And no one, no one has to hold you accountable because yeah, because no you can just not show up. You can yeah. in this day mm. and age, as they say, ghost. Yeah. You can ghost someone. A lot of people yeah, like you never say that to my face. Yeah. Oh. And then you text back and you're like, yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I think we've, we've all been here. At some point. We have, but I, I think yeah, you know, like a big thing that I actually believe. So do it in person. Well, yeah, but yeah, a I big thing that I believe about, you know, what the discussion that we're trying to have here uh, in general, they're at mm. the righteous man about manhood. I think in this day and age, we've lost a lot of things, and mm. you know, the, the old-fashioned approach is great. The old-fashioned yeah, approach absolutely. is a very, you know, you have a problem, mm. deal with it head on. Don't mm. hide behind a phone. Don't hide mm. behind messages. Don't... And Don't be afraid of the conflict. Exactly. And I think another like, thing about messages as well, like everything gets misinterpreted. People uh, screenshot their arguments and involve <laughs> oh, 300, yeah, yeah. 300 other people into and that you conflict. Get, yeah, an analysis yeah, from your like, best friend or whatever. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, he's going <laughs> to he, talk to you like that? that? <laughs> like... <laughs> And before you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, yeah. it just becomes something ridiculous. Mm. Like pick up it's the petty. phone, yeah. speak to the person, mm. tell them, listen, like, I want to sort this out. Like, can we meet up for coffee? Can we sort this out face to face? Yeah. And if someone isn't willing to do that, then, you know, maybe that tells you a bit about the value that they're mm. placing on that relationship, whatever, mm. the friendship or whatever. And, and like to counter that, sometimes you do need to set boundaries and you need to, definitely, like, you definitely. might know that someone mm. is always going to be shouting at you and can't control themselves. Sure. I can be like, maybe we need to start this conversation over text message, sure. over like, 
yeah. at least yeah. get the ball rolling yeah. and then where you can, maybe you know where they stand then mm-hmm. okay let's meet up for a coffee or let, yeah or, and, or, and going back to the first point making sure that that appropriate time has passed where yeah. everyone's emotions have kind of died down a bit and like no you know what i'm ready to i'm ready to fix that timing, I think, timing is everything dina yeah, brought everything. this up last mm. week uh, last episode actually shout where out she, to dina yeah um <laughs> Dina talked about this with her, um, like with her relationship with her husband, how they don't, not that they're not open and, and honest with each other, but they, their dynamic is, I can't just fire things off. Yep. I can't just yep. bring something up. I've got to wait for the right time, for yep. the right state of mind. And, and I think probably most people are like that. Like most people have certain temperaments, yeah. certain moods. Exactly. Like we're not completely 100% stable people as we've seen today yeah. <laughs> um, all the time like sometimes you need it needs to be a certain slapping my knee yeah it needs to be a certain situation it needs to be a certain uh, mood maybe you need to like not not that you're bribing them maybe you need to butter them up and just show them like mm. Mm. You let them know that yeah, you're coming you from, can't a, just, from a good place yeah you can't yeah. for example ignore your wife for a whole day and then be like okay we've got to oh, punch on about man. this like yeah, yeah you've got it's got to be you've got to reaffirm your life for them and, and yeah, give them security about my, yeah my undercover <laughs> yeah, <well>. marriage <laughs> and how, three, are the, how are the kids three by the kids way? at home yeah that's good, good. <laughs> in episode one we realise that they've had a crush on Russian women <laughs> oh, yeah well well yeah well we don't have any listeners in Russia yet a bit disappointed Svetlana about that. Lana is gonna <laughs> your name. <laughs> oh my goodness! It is. But um, look, I, I wanted to now go into like a third element of the of the practical. You know, we talked I'm about you should be. <laughs> yeah. t- you know, the look on your face is like <laughs> something's coming. <laughs> we talked about you know like not going in the heat of the moment, controlling our tongue, you know, allowing ourselves as men mm-hmm. to to feel the emotions and process the emotions correctly, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But also like. And we, we mentioned delivery and I, I was reading, this was like a, a quiet time passage a while ago. And when I read it, um, it, it really blew my mind because we talk about how, you mm-hmm. know, Christ is the perfect man. God has given us the perfect blueprint to follow and things like that. And I, I, I promised like this was definitely like coincidentally with the timing. I felt like this was the perfect model for conflict resolution. And so it's in the passages in Matthew 18 from verse 15. I'll just read it for you guys. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, (laughs) I'll tell you your fault. (laughs) If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established, which was a Jewish precept that they had. Um, And if if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector, (laughs) which... (laughs) I just want to say, which is not to say that, you know, you judge that person, you cut them off because, and the church fathers explained this. Context is important. Exactly. Yeah. The church fathers explained that, you know, the, the heathen, the text collector, like it's, it's understanding that they're not necessarily yet part of your, your body and you don't necessarily have that fellowship with them yet, but you still pray for them and love them consistently yeah. Yeah. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But what blew my mind is that what Jesus is saying here is um, exactly what you said, you know, don't be afraid of, of the conflict in the sense that go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. Mm. You know, don't not your, not your group chat. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> the lads. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like there's a difference between when you, when you really you know, like cuss someone out mm. and you really let them have it in a, mm. in a group setting and you've, you've, you can essentially destroy them. Mm. You really shame them mm. in terms of, or blast know, them on social. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's so that's just explosive. But what Jesus is saying here is no, take them, take them aside, do it in the right way. And, and, mm. um, and you know, tell him, tell him his fault tell we have to and we mentioned communication for men we have to express hey 
listen, man, like what you said, like actually really upset me. Like I actually felt really disrespected, mm. but, or you mm. know what? I found out that you were talking about me behind my back. Mm. Like what's, what's going on? That's not mm. cool. Like, you know, we I have just to- cut people off. Mm. Like, well, you know. there you go. <laughs> like, no, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm any, like I'm yeah. right in doing so, but well, it's funny that you mentioned, but, but at some level also mentioning boundaries, sometimes some mm. friendships do need to come to yeah, an end. Yeah, and we'll, get, an we'll get to that. We'll we get can to get that. to that later. But I, think, I love this. Sorry, Mark. Okay, the, the, the thing that I love the most about this verse is that it outlines a like step by exactly. step It's process. a model. It's crazy. It's either, you know, it's success or fail. Okay, fail, move on to the next step. Success mm-hmm. or fail, move on to the next step. And, and uh, just to like give the, like I think, is so beautiful how the Bible complements each other all the way through. Mm. Um, another verse in uh, Colossians three thirteen, uh, which as I said perfectly matches with this because then you know people will rebut this and be like, okay, so can now I punch on and do I have to forgive them and <laughs> yes. and all this sort of thing because that verse doesn't talk about forgiveness. But mm. the the thing that complements this beautifully is. Um, uh, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, mm. bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If That's anyone has a complaint, a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. So Beautiful. Beautiful. It, it's saying, okay, it's great to forgive. You need to forgive. You need to be humble. You need to suffer long. You need to be patient. And forgiveness and love is the goal. But how do you get there? And it's in Matthew. It's if you have a problem, God, like Go you're not going to get yeah. to forgiveness and love with just burying things and, and having yeah. all this, you know, anger that is not have expressed. The so you've got to have the conversation and that's mm-hmm. where it leads to. And, I and think it can be uncomfortable. And again, it's uncomfortable. sometimes exactly. it's going to cost the humility. And it's it's interesting that the church... And, and that's why they. That's why this verse says you have to have humility. You mm. have to have long suffering. That's you have the cost. Because that's the cost. There that's is a right. cost. Like you can't In just... In that interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hum, there is like... You, you don't need to be humble if there is... Well, you do need to be humble. But... <laughs> There is no humility if you haven't been... If you're like, not addressing it. If Yeah, if there is yeah. no pain, then, then mm. you can't be humbled. Mm. Like, yep. So you yep. have to be humble. You have That's to go true. through a d- discomfort to go through... Sorry. Um, to go through like mm. long suffering. Like why are you long suffering? Because it's uncomfortable. Exactly. You don't suffer long through things that are nice. You're not yeah. suffering. You're long yeah. suffering through yeah. things that are uncomfortable, things that are painful. Um, because you want to get to that end point mm. of forgiveness and love, um, and it's, it's crazy. Saint John Chrysostom, he's he's saying how like, you know, you're you're the injured person. You're the person that this this guy has wronged mm. you, and mm. you're going to them. And he's saying that like it's um, but but they're also injured in the sense that if they've hurt you, then internally in this in, on on a spiritual level, they they're hurt. It's kind of like the the famous phrase that hurting people mm. hurt people hurt you know people what i mean people, yeah. and he's saying you're going and you're going to give them the cure by starting that process mm. but he says something beautiful he says um make your cure easy to accept you know don't go in there and and mm. like you know just tear this person yeah. apart and you were wrong and here's mm. why and this this this, this you know, this, you know you what know, i mean just to add to that as well to supplement what you're saying funnily enough when i w- was speaking to my confession father he was like a really critical part of this is when you approach that person with humility and when you you know resolve that thing or whatever don't berate them after yeah. and be like you see i told you so like oh, it's on it's on What's me the point? I, yeah, yeah. Like, i am the resolver actually, <laughs> yeah it actually defeats the entire yeah, purpose very like, counterintuitive you, to do yeah that. so uh, like see it through to the end 
Mm. You know, it isn't just about, you know, it, like the humility isn't just in that discourse between person X and mm. person Y. It's actually the aftermath of exactly. like, okay, mm. part of humility is just accepting it for what it is and not necessarily placing yeah. yourself above that person. Mm. Again, the bigger man thing. Mm. Um, but it kind of, I, I want to get to another point. And I don't know if like, if we're quite there yet. So I want to get to the whole idea of like, what happens if I've tried and it's just not going to get resolved. Mm. Uh, it's toxic. You know, this environment's toxic and I've put in a amount of X amount of effort and blah, blah, blah. I'm just not getting anywhere. I've tried the whole humility thing. I just can't, they're not going to budge. Mm. I think, <sighs> yeah, I mean, look, if, 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 if in the eyes of God, you have done your best and in, I think the, I think the onus is on us to internally and, and, and Christ calls us to, he, he takes morality to another level. You know, there's kind of the surface level, and then he brings it to the brings it to the internal level, brings it to the heart. And Christianity mm. is is very much concerned with the transformation of the heart. So mm. I think the goal is, in my heart, mm. I need to not harbor anything negative towards them, and yeah. and that's why Jesus says, pray, pray for the ones that hurt you, because it's so you can't pray and ask God to bless someone, and at the same time be angry at them and not mm. want them to have good things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a very practical thing. So I think it. When 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 you can't objectively fix or resolve or whatever, the onus is on you mm. in your heart not to hold mm. anything to, and not just not to hold anything po- negative, but to have the the proactive step of actually mm. loving them, actually praying for them, mm. and wishing good for them. And I think mm. I think praying for them really does change your heart mm. towards that person. There's a there's a lot of church fathers that talk about um, how to how to have your prayers answered and and basically the common thread with having your prayers answered is to start your prayer with a genuine prayer for your enemies for the people that you don't like because if you can show love to your enemies that is the hardest thing and and as you said it's all about as selfish as it sounds actually all about you it's it's all about changing your heart towards that person and maybe there isn't reconciliation there maybe you will never be reconciled to that person. Mm. But reconciliation isn't the goal here. It's not to become buddies and, and hang out. It's, mm. yeah, exactly. it's to be, it, it's to forgive and to change your heart towards that person. Exactly. Whether they reciprocate that, that's not up to you. And Christ mm. forgave the people that nailed him. They obviously didn't reciprocate that love, but mm. it wasn't an issue. There's, a, there's another quote I want to um, mention here, which is, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and to discover that a prisoner was you. Wow, um, yeah. And that's really nice exactly. because in, in, in every situation where there's conflict, by not forgiving that person, you're just putting a burden on yourself um, and maybe they've forgiven you and maybe they just, they've set a boundary there. And I think Christ was the best at setting boundaries. Like he knew, I need to get out of here. I, I This is not a good place. Like how many yeah. times do we read about yeah. Christ yeah. Yeah. left the multitude or he yeah. was not friends with everyone. He was loving towards mm. everyone. See, but that, that for me is- not everyone <coughs> liked him. And that's, <coughs> We like that's that for me is huge. Like he wasn't friends with everyone. Yeah. So, and I'm I think like, as men, we're mm. always seeking to be accepted by everyone, to be loved. Maybe yeah. not as as or human respected. beings, respected. to be respected by everyone. Mm. Or to you not know, have. Your, I've got to make your sure reputation. that we get along after, and and we're always thinking of what's you know. I've I've got to make sure that this maybe just as you said, things don't always you not always out. you yeah. work out. But mm. what can work out is forgiveness. What can mm. work out yeah. is resolving that conflict. See my my personal beliefs, right? and they're not necessarily spiritual beliefs, but yes and no, is that you don't have to and you should not get along with everyone. Yeah. 
Mm. You don't. It's impossible, whether yeah. it's in a work environment, whether it's at home even. I mean, that's a very touchy subject, but yeah. you cannot just get along with everyone and hold that same And I think it's actually unnatural to try to. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you become then, a chameleon. Because then because you're, you're actually, just, yeah, you're just, mm. well, this person wants me to do this and, I, and I'll change yeah. myself for this. I think if someone loves you, and if I think if you're truly re, re, uh, reflecting God, mm. then the people that want to love God, want to see that in you, will see that and you will reflect Christ. And Christ is a lovable person. He, You, you cannot yeah. help yeah. but love Christ. But for some people, like as we saw, not everyone loves that message. Not everyone wants wants yeah. that. Mm. Um, and I, uh, is it time to get into the touchy subject well, of family? We can, we can, but uh, maybe... What if maybe, you genuinely don't get along with, uh, I don't know, a sibling or a parent or... Or a day's like, situation yeah. like gangs. Yeah. Like, gangs. <laughs> with your gang member. <laughs> what you do if you're affiliated, bro? Um, that what happens if you have to have some interaction yeah. with person X? Yeah, I mean, it because, yeah, because you don't always have the luxury not, of being not able- your ex. <laughs> oh my goodness, person X. You don't oh, always, you don't I always have the luxury. <laughs> you don't always have the luxury of being able to walk away. What if their room is right next to yours? You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you see them every single day, and mm. um, and yeah, I think you know. You guys mentioned forgiveness, and that chapter eighteen, that passage that that, that we read immediately precedes the parable that Jesus gives us of the of the debtors and mm. he's talking about how important it is you know yeah. like where there was, there was the guy that owed his master like a thousand dollars and he begs him mm. and the master's like okay, I'll, I'll forgive your debt mm. and yeah. then that guy who was forgiven goes and finds his servant who mm. owes him one dollar mm. and he's like where's my money where's my money mm. and like chokes mm. him out throws mm. him in prison and the master finds out and he's like I don't know what story you're reading <laughs> the master finds out and he's like what are you doing like yeah. you, I forgave you because you begged me and now yeah. you can't and you like can't. that yeah. whole like, and and really like yeah how wrong is it for us not to be able to extend forgiveness when we also ourselves are undeserving but it's for our benefit like we will we will be destroyed by negativity and resentment if we're incapable of forgiving and sometimes going to your question ray sometimes that means um a daily forgiving Mm. Mm. sometimes there is a cycle of hurt multiple times in the day not necessarily going to be an apology Mm -hmm. not you know it's it's just especially going back to what we said about middle eastern culture like that's a reality for and 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 this is it's really hard to get into because there are a lot of complex situations out there um and there there are families that need you know professional help sometimes Mm. there are there are situations where you know you might have um there's, there's so many See, different I'll, things. I'll, I, I know that this is a sensitive topic, but I promise that I, I wouldn't hold back on it. I'll give you an example, again, gen- generic. The father might be you know arrogant. It might be verbally abusive. He might not be able to communicate, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then we have you know person that is the son or daughter or whatever. And they're constantly in this vibe of yeah. like, I'm forgiving, I'm forgiving, I'm forgiving. He just keeps doing it. I can't, like I live with this person, etc. Like, at what point do you turn around and say, "I'm just getting, I'm getting walked all over here"? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I'm doing everything that that the Bible says to do, and you know, I'm extending forgiveness, and I'm trying to let it go, and I'm excusing this person's behavior. Mm. Like, when does it become, like, when does this whole idea of, you know, forgiveness and and humility and whatever, can it actually be detrimental? to that situation objectively yeah because sometimes i'm a firm believer that sometimes it actually doesn't serve that particular environment like you're not getting the positive outcome or the necessary outcome 
by just let it go, let it go, let it go, forgive, forgive, etc. Yeah, but but to that point, sometimes there never will be an outcome. There there are That's some a scary thought. But it's true. There are mm, some people mm. that are very, very fixed in their ways, and it's not that it's impossible to change, but they don't want to change. Mm. You know, and, and that's mm. again, this is really hard to generalize because anything I say, there's there's gonna be situations where it's yeah. inappropriate. There are there are Please extremes. Don't smash us for this guys. There are extremes where some people may need you you need to leave that house there are extremes i'm not Absolutely, saying that's yeah. and, and i think we do later down the track maybe need to do an episode on i, I agree like I agree. abusive relationships not just you know yeah. partners but you know family members and, and it's definitely not wrong to and we will remove we will yourself god willing to remove yourself and put a boundary in for that sure, situation and, sure. and, and christ has never advocated for keeping yourself in a situation where you are being harmed 100 percent agree 100 how many like we saw the story where people took up stones to stone christ and he left like mm. if 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 christ had advocated for you to be hurt he would have left himself to be stoned 100 percent. but uh, pati- yeah. particularly in in the family unit yeah. which is which i i believe is sacred yeah. i believe the family unit Absolutely. is blessed by god mm. and it's very very sacred mm. um and uh, yeah I, it, it's just not consistent mm. with the heart of god to mm. you know but on on the lesser end of the scale mm. where it's kind of just yeah, you know, maybe some problems here mm. and tit for tat mm. and whatever. Like, you, most people have suffered with something. Yeah, of course. Most yeah. families, yeah. 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 Like, you do need to em- embrace the the concept of forgiveness and extending that grace to others. And it, it is gonna, it will definitely push you. But, um, you know, because that- in some situations, like there's, there we're kind of discussing two topics uh, in parallel here, which <laughs> is the family thing, and which is also, you know, walk away mm. like when it's done. There are some situations where you can and should walk away from yeah, that. Definitely. Right? And I think more often than that, more often than not, you actually do that subconsciously anyway. But in the dynamic of, of family, like, I mean, I had my fair share of, of problems. Like I came from a broken home. My parents mm. divorced when I was in my teens. Mm. Um, and for me, that was like, that was, you know, my mother choosing to walk away from that. I'm not necessarily advocating that, but mm. I do believe that there are, again, like you said, there are some situations where, you know, it's for your own safety at that point. Mm. But I, if I could go back, you know what, a lot of the th- a lot of the things that I stood up for and I put my foot down for and whatever, in hindsight, I genuinely believe that I may have helped contribute to an environment where some things were deemed mm. as acceptable. Mm. Because it's forgiveness, oh, it's because mm. oh, you're father of the home and whatever. Yeah, but, but it, go, it goes back to what we said about you know tell your mm. brother the fault, and and also it says in the Bible to speak the truth in love. And mm. I think as provided that we're never the aggressor and we're never yeah. retaliating or taking vengeance into our own hands, mm. there is nothing wrong with saying, you know, how you're speaking to me is not acceptable. Mm. That's not right. Yeah, I don't appreciate that, or, or whatever it may be. And mm. even even if that's you know across you know, from the unconventional, maybe if that's from the child to the parent sometimes. Yeah. And obviously the other way around or brother to sister, whatever. Like, And, and there's a lot of verbs and proverbs. I can't, uh, verbs. Verses. <laughs> I love a good verb. <laughs> um, I don't have them in front of me, but that say don't, like if, don't go and talk to an angry person expecting that, like don't just, if you know that they're not going to respond to you, if you know that they're just there to, have an argument yeah. don't engage like don't you, know, you don't need yeah. to you're actually doing yourself a service by not engaging yeah and, it, and you need to have wisdom in that situation some yeah. people just want to fight then they're exactly. so stubborn they're not you're not going to change mm. them you're not going to fix them yeah um 
but as long as you've done the internal change, you've done the internal yeah. work to forgive them, yeah. done what's on you. I um, really believe that's the pinnacle of spirituality yeah. where you can literally just be able to forgive someone yeah. without even having that interaction yeah. with them. Yeah. Like you're killing it at that point. Yeah. And I think we have to be able to... Um, there's a quote which I'll share with you guys because I just feel that it was... Because all we know how to do is just quote. <laughs> we actually don't have any <laughs> thoughts of our own. This is, this is um, St. John of Kronstadt. He says, The devil tries in every way to conceal from us the good in others and present them to us in a negative light. Mm. Take heed and beware of ever looking at others through his eyes, like mm. through the devil's eyes. Mm. Like, yep. And we need to have those eyes of God that make excuses for yeah. people and we don't just mm, chuck away mm. the good and see because mm. and that's hard if you're in the heat of the moment where like days and days on end or like this is a, a very cyclic mm. behavior in the home of of whatever it's hard to it's hard to look past all the wrong and the mm. hurt you're yeah. consistently being um, it's funny because in conflict as well like that person becomes public enemy number one you mm. start dragging other like irrelevant yeah. stuff into it like mm. oh, i remember the time that you did this yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like there's so many hurtful mm. things and and it's almost like wearing angry goggles like yeah. all you can see is the negative like, i think, I think sometimes with conflict as well we also tend to say you are an angry person or you are a bad person or you, yep. this is you you're labeling not, them yeah yeah not this is what you did and you're actually still a good person inherently and i think that's the difference mm. between us and, and christ there's among many other differences but christ saw the good in everyone but mm. he wasn't afraid to label people's actions and to label what mm. people did to call it out to yeah. call it out but there was still goodness in everyone there was, the course, person yeah. wasn't a bad person it was just their, their actions yeah. their whatever yeah. um but one thing i um wanted to raise dave which i have now forgotten <laughs> which i have <laughs> subsequently uh from my memory <laughs> yeah. no, moving on no, May, it'll, it'll come, come back, back to, to me yeah, it'll yeah come yeah. back to you. but yeah i think i think there's a lot of really practical things there and again it's so hard to speak on a general thing where there are a lot of extremes and a lot of different situations and there is a lot mm. of trauma out there which god really mm. want to address mm. but yeah like you know always always praying for them first and foremost never being never being the aggressor not being afraid to call things out in love and and yep. you know i i heard recently i think it was a, Catholic, a catholic bishop and he was talking about um when jesus says turn the other cheek mm. and he's saying when you turn the other cheek you're actually um you know reflecting that violence that mm. you've been subjecting back to that person mm. and you're showing them you, you're, you're physically showing them um, kind of what they've what the, what they've done is wrong and calling out from them, mm. you know, as we said. Um, and I think that's really important as well, like having the courage. To, and again, it's so hard to talk about because there are other situations where like years and years and years and you can be psychologically battered in a sense mm. and you, you do need to take care mm. of yourself and, and get help if, if that's we'll required. Get some to... Yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing actually that you mentioned when we were just about to destroy the studio. Um, <laughs> that you... I just fly kicked my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Uh, when you mentioned prayer, I think as cliche as this sounds, and I know we harp on about it, um, but we you cannot under, underestimate the power of prayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Like we always say, mm. prayer changes the heart of God. So how can it not change the heart of that person that is you think is so stubborn and it it's doesn't actually, want to change? Yeah. And not only can God change that person's heart, but the most important power of prayer is to change your heart. Exactly. It's mm. to... To rid where, yourself of that resentment. Yeah, yeah. To, to the, do that and also to help you reflect on mm. what is wrong with you. Because exactly. if you're constantly reflecting on my sins and my flaws and my weaknesses, don't have time to think about what the other person is doing wrong. You don't have time to... like. Yeah. It brings you down to that level of humility mm. where 
okay, you're an angry person, but here's what I did, and this is, and I've stuffed up, and I've yeah. been angry, and I've yeah. sworn. So if I'm calling you out for it, I'm, I need to call yeah. myself it, out for it. It goes as back well. to recognizing that forgiveness is two undeserving people that have both experienced yeah. the grace of God and forgiveness of yeah. God, and for that reason, we have to extend it yeah. to each other. And I, I know we're, we've shared a million quotes, but on that point oh, of prayer, here we go. <laughs> this will be my last quote. Quote I promise. me to death. <laughs> I will do that. I don't. This is Elder Thaddeus. Well, I think it just shows that we actually have, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, we that's fine. Other people. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm happy to stand on the shoulders of giants. Other righteous men. Um, Elder Thaddeus said, it is of great significance if there is a person who truly prays in mm. a family. Prayer attracts God's grace and all the members of the family feel it. Even mm. those whose hearts have grown cold. Mm. Pray always. I think that's so encouraging because, mm. you know, for someone out there that might be listening, you might be that one person that mm, you're the only the person household. that are on their knees praying to yeah. God for the, for the sake of the family. Mm. And we should always invite Christ into mm. our homes and say, God, you know, God, please intervene. Because mm. it's, it's so many times... Sometimes that's the only thing that... It's so much bigger than us. Like, yeah. well, how can you fix... Yeah. You know, how can you fix maybe 40 years of behavior or whatever? Yeah. How are you supposed to fix mm. that? You know, like... So I think mm. not don't, don't lose heart. Take mm. courage. Keep praying. And mm. even if you're the only person in your house praying, mm. that, can, that can affect even yeah. the coldest of hearts mm. in that home. One of the, the best pieces of advice, well, there's two pieces of advice here, but the, some of the best advice I've been given is number one, it's really hard to remain angry at someone you're praying for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's those steps you're taking behind closed doors because you're praying. You know, so you're coming back into that, that scenario, right, where you've prayed for this yeah. person and that you've had a bit of time out as well. You've had some time in reflection. You've had a conversation it's, with God. It's impossible. You can't. Yeah, you can't, it's really hard to stay, stay angry, angry at that yeah. person. Exactly. Right. And the other thing, and, and this is for all different types of relationships. And, and mm. to cut you off, that's yeah. why Christ. <laughs> okay. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to tell you about <laughs> no, it too. Adds to you. I'm going to let you That's finish. why Christ says, pray for your enemies. Exactly. Like, you can't just because love it's your for enemies. your benefit. It's, you, your heart will be changed. It's the only way. Like yeah. you it's your liberation. You can't just out of your own self love that's your enemies it. because. Yep. It's impossible. It's you've tried when you try to brother, brother. I tried. <laughs> Trust me. But, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, no, sorry. Keep going. Um, and this I might, have ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> right, I think I do too, man. I don't know why. <laughs> we need it. We really need a coffee after this. Um, no, but genuinely speaking, I mean, this might be a nice way to wrap up yeah. as well. Is that the dynamic between two people for it to work? And this is probably anyone that knows me knows like I'm fiery and I'm opinionated and I'm you're whatever. opinionated like some and I'm really really, really stubborn what? at times right? no stubborn Are I'm learning a lot of things today <laughs> hey you guys put me behind the microphone I'm trying right? to like, I don't know why I'm trying thing. to elicit a conflict no, so we can get a, a live <laughs> resolution going. we're gonna do it here's one I prepared earlier <laughs> just annoy uh, Ray <laughs> please don't push my buttons anyway. no on in on a serious note like the relationship for it to survive needs a lot of forgiveness. Yep. The key element Any that relationship. I found, yeah, the key element that I found in so many different like interactions with people, you know, has been a lot and a lot and a lot of forgiveness, repeated yep. forgiveness over and over and over again till the day that you die. Yep. A healthy relationship has a lot There's of a forgiveness. Commitment to forgiveness. Yeah. Love, loving someone is a commitment to forgiveness mm, because they're going to stuff up and you're going to stuff up and it's going to be something else and then it's going to be someone else there might be multiple things that you're dealing with all at the mm. same time a lot and a lot of forgiveness is literally what allows that because you know what i found as well is that you forgiving someone 
actually like you end up loving them more. I don't know exactly. how. Exactly. I don't know how. Don't ask me to explain this, but I found... We won't. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> just, maybe it's got something you, to do with why God. Don't you, why don't you just hit me with another quote? Maybe, maybe it's got God. something to do with God. I don't know. God? Maybe? Like uh, God is love? I don't know. Um, oh, <laughs> Alright, guys. We're about to have a... We're about to end this with a conflict. <laughs> no. That's, it's so true. It's so yeah. true. I want to I wanna throw a spanner in the works before we wrap up. Right, so throw all the spanners you want. Because I've got a lot of spanners. Is it another quote? (laughs) It's not a quote. It's a question. So we talked about respect and things as men, right? Yeah. And there's also you know dealing with disrespect and and also and again Jordan Peterson he talks about agreeableness and disagreeing. Um, and how to you know you need to be disagree like the strongest men, the most successful men. You have to (laughs) you have to be disagreeable to an extent, right? Like Mm. even in a corporate setting or professional setting, absolutely, absolutely. Or even you're working in a workshop, right? You've got to be able to assert yourself over people and whatever. So let me ask you guys this question: Does a commitment to a Christian life of turning the other cheek and extending forgiveness, does that mean that I'm kind of consenting to being walked over my life? I'm going to be disrespected. I'm going to not be able to assert myself. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm going to say the standard, uh, not well, yeah, kind of standard, but I know that a lot of people disagree with this, but it doesn't have to be the way you deal with every situation. But I think one thing we have to remember is there's a, there's a verse that says, are you trying to be pleasers of men or pleasers of God? Yeah. What is your end goal at the end mm. of the day? Um, are, is is God just one part of our life and then the rest of it doesn't have God? Or is salvation everything that we're attaining for? And does mm. it flow through to everything, mm. the way that we deal with everything? Mm. Like at the end of the day, in that corporate environment, what are you truly seeking? Are you seeking resolution and forgiveness? Or are you just seeking your own will? I don't know. I, I, yes, it might mm. mean that you are disrespected and yes but at the end of the day why do you feel disrespected is it because you were trying to please that person or mm. are you trying to please god i know that this goes against what you wanted what we're trying to go for and i think there there has to be a balance you can't just because you've also got to remember that we have you know humans are are fallible we have self esteem yeah. we have mm. confidence issues we have pride etc yeah like mm. we're, we're not you someone <clears throat> uh, you know we're not all saints where we can daily be humiliated and trodden upon and expect to you know mm. not no, somehow walk don't out think damage. that god so, will be judging us no for that so that, that and like, that's so that's what mm. i wanted to come back to is i think mm. there has to be a balance um and in in some situations maybe you just you're not going to get a resolution and you just have to expect you have to accept i've just got to be hum- like mm. i've got to remain humble but maybe there are some situations where you know yeah. I, i've got to actually say my piece and um and it goes back to some of those situations I'm talking to with, you know, family violence or abuse or whatever. You can't, those situations, you can't just stay silent. You've got 100%. to. 100%. Yeah. And so I think 100%. there has to be wisdom. And I think that comes, you know, asking God for it. You know, if, if you are dealing with that situation, where you don't, I just don't yeah. know what to do. I'm, I'm being completely like, I remember having, and he's definitely not going to be listening to this, but <laughs> I can talk about him. I had this one boss that actually used to berate me for not having. Where the did ba- you say you worked again? Yeah. <laughs> Not having the back of my pants ironed. What the heck? Because yeah, they would crease when you walk. So <sighs> what on earth? Yeah, yeah. That that was. And I would have thrown an iron at him. Yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> that was just. Yeah, it was just things like that. And I and for me, I was. Just Don't like, put me behind a microphone. I was just like, I can't do it. Like, 
I, mm. I didn't say anything. I'm just like, because mm. it's just so stupid that it, like it's so unreasonable. It's just so stupid. <laughs> but I eventually just there was that other, is, a lot that of is other one things. of the craziest I've ever. Yeah, heard, like you just that was an expectation where you had to have the back of your pants, and somehow mm. nine hours a day you couldn't. You had to walk with straight legs. I think. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like I think <laughs> yeah. So I just it came to a point where I was like I've just can't take it anymore. I've got to leave that situation. Because of the pants. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm not yeah. gonna what's like. You know, I knew yeah. that there was nothing I could say. Mm. And mm. you have to remember that, yes, other people are, people have personality flaws. People For have sure. like, that's obviously a very extreme situation. Yeah, but, uh, um, very. Quite, um, like I knew, I, I know you guys have worked in, uh, can't talk to <laughs> are you okay? You guys have worked in corporate roles yeah, a bit more. Yeah. So maybe. But even to, uh, obviously we've got a lot of friends that are, that are tradesmen and, and uh, you know, being on site and dealing with disrespect dealing with uh, willing to be different to the guys yeah. around you in terms of what they're doing. Like mm. I've, I've heard uh, a lot of people have said to me like, well, if I don't do what they're doing, then like, you know, there's going to be, yeah. um, you know, be in, in whatever you're doing professionally, does, like doesn't matter. Like there is an element where you need to be assertive. I remember yeah. um, one of my first, uh, one of my earlier legal jobs um, and it was kind of like straddling the, the how to get from, you know the progression from being a paralegal to actually being a practicing solicitor right and then, and i was i was given some advice and they're like look you need to go in there and and tell them what you want yeah. you have to be assertive yeah. you have to, and th- this was and a, again there's nothing wrong with expressing exactly. what you want with yeah, saying what you want exactly. as long as you're not going in there give me my job <laughs> where's my money where's my money yeah i like, think that's important it's how you do it yeah exactly um, and, and to your point as well when you were saying like you know sometimes there's no resolution sometimes you have to humble on the one hand when you're humbled by that situation, that's a blessing it, because it is, that yeah. brings you closer to God. You have experienced yeah. the the cross, you know, in, in your life. And on the yeah. other hand, like God is faithful and yeah, God exactly. fights our battles for us. Yeah. You know, some if, if we have if we're faithful enough to respond in the right way and to pray mm-hmm. and to trust God and mm-hmm. to not lash out and mm-hmm. all of that, God is faithful to mm-hmm. fight our yeah. battles. There's a million biblical yeah. examples of that. Yeah. And I really believe that I've experienced And that real sometimes. life examples as well. Like yeah. many real life examples. Of course. Like. And sometimes when you when you when you stomach that And it's hard to have that faith. It's hard course. to have that trust. Like again, like uh, the only Bible character I know, Joseph. Like <laughs> you can just imagine <laughs> <It really> is. <laughs> in a prison he had every right to speak up and say Exactly. I didn't try and rape this woman. Like yeah. I mm. he had every right to, to say that. She was trying to get me. <laughs> All right. Now you're blaming me <laughs> for it. <laughs> so like the most mistreated and it, ex- like it just displays your point that God fought his battles for him and, and gave yep. him like mm. So I, as it, it, it's such a like sometimes we think those stories are unrelatable but we all so go true. through a situation so and true. it's very mm. hard it's to have that faith. It's yeah. very hard to have that faith that God will bring like it, it can be very difficult mm, when yeah. you're going through that really I think when tough... you experience that it, it's so beautiful yeah and it's so, so much easy relief. it's so easy to say I oh, have faith like but it's... <laughs> uh, God wants something man <laughs> yeah like it, it, so I think it, it takes a, it takes a real man actually to exactly wow have that strength yeah, yeah I right. think even just to wrap up as well guys is uh, this is probably going to sound very very trivial but it's okay to disagree. Yeah. Yep. Not every conflict yeah. actually has to has a, have an outcome. Exactly. It's actually okay to just agree to disagree, walk away. And you know what? You're probably even going to forget that you even had that because a lot of the time you'll find that a lot of conflict actually just isn't necessary. Mm. It doesn't need to have a, like a tangible outcome. Mm. And I think even, you know, me approaching certain conversations with being like, whoa, 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 this is just, it's getting out of hand. It's What's too much. Yeah. Like there's... Let's just agree to disagree. Yep. Put out the yeah. fire. Yep. Yeah. And recognize that a lot of the times it's actually healthy 
for that discourse between, you know, person A and B to be like, hey, man, like, I, I respect your opinion. This is my opinion. You know, we're not necessarily aligned, but like, it's cool. And it's, it's accepting the middle way, which is what Christianity yeah. teaches in everything. It's it's going down that bal- that road of balance, which mm. is compromise. Mm. Like, okay, you want this. I want this. Maybe we can meet somewhere mm. where we're both, we're both walking away, you know, and, and, and maybe there isn't a resolution, but maybe the resolution is you've learned something about that other person that you didn't know and, and, vice and versa. you've learned an opinion, mm. you've learned something about yourself that carrying into the future, you can, well, now mm. I know how they think, mm. now I know how they reacted. So you've actually, there has been progression, like something mm. good has come out of it, which yeah. is you've learned something about yourself and the other person, which yeah. is like life isn't about wins and resolving conflicts it's about yeah it's, it's, how many notches do you have under your belt <laughs> yeah like, it's it's about growth and, yeah. and if there isn't a tangible resolution there is some sort of mm. growth that has come out and i think that's the most important thing and i think a nice just to finish up because i know <laughs> a nice verse that that captures that balance is when like you know the, when jesus sends out the seven disciples and they say to him you're sending us out like like sheep nothing, among yeah, wolves yeah, like we're yeah. gonna destroy it out there yeah. and then jesus says to them be as 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 gentle as doves but as wise mm. as serpents yeah. you know be be loving yeah. be humble yeah. be flexible be yeah. simple and all of those things but also be wise as a yeah. serpent you have to serpents are cunning serpents will move their heads to protect themselves mm. from harm and yeah. things like that exactly. they'll so, know when to strike and exactly when to, when to strike back. when to pull back when to yeah. pick your battles and how to it's, assert it's yourself perfect that Christ gives us a, a model for the internal and the external. Yeah. The external is gentleness, love, kindness. Uh, like, mm. there's a model there that works in synergy. Is that you have wisdom, but this is how you express exactly. that wisdom. Yeah. You don't, you don't be a like have wisdom and then try and be cunning around people and manipulate yeah. people. And that's or wrong. even if if deep down you're angry, you don't necessarily have don't, to really, like your external doesn't need to necessarily reflect. Sure, they yeah, can be different. Yeah. I mean, you definitely need to work coexist. on that anger internally, yeah. but mm, you yeah. need to figure out how to express that in a loving exactly. way yeah. and, and, and not sin why you express yeah. that anger. No, I, lo- I loved what you guys said and I think it's really important because because oh, <laughs> I think a- a- as men, we're not going to be able to embrace this idea of forgiveness and turn the other cheek if we think that it's going to, well, you know, I'm, well, I'm going to be disrespected my whole life. Mm. I'm never going to be able to assert myself. And that's not mm. true. That is not, that's not the Christian mm. model. So I'm really glad that uh, we were able to, to have that conversation. Yeah. Beautiful. Wow. That was pretty intense, guys. But um, thank you guys for tuning into another episode. Obviously, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, please feel free to hit us up on please. the righteous man yeah. underscore <laughs> on Instagram. Um, send us through a direct message. We've also got an email, which is the righteous man 2020 at Gmail. So feel free okay. to click us anything that uh, is going on in your head, or even if you've got topic suggestions as well. Make sure that you subscribe, you like, wherever we are. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we are on Spotify, Apple, and Upper Room Media. Upper. So we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. So, see you guys.